What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the third episode of the FamCast. I'm your host, Tommy Hill from Thomasville, here with my boy and co-host, Mowgli the Man. What's going on, my guy? What up, what up? Last month, we brought you the Art, Life, and Aliens episode featuring visionary artist Tyler Roberts, alongside our regular programming of current events, holidays, media that moves you, gratitude and affirmations, and more. This month's episode is titled 50 Years of Hip Hop, and get ready, because we're going to take you on a musical history trip to the roots of a movement that has grown in the last 50 years, impacting cultures on a global scale. Before we get to that, though, we're going to hit you with some current events, global holidays, and some birthday shoutouts. That's right. There are some special birthdays in, in this month, so yeah, y'all definitely stay tuned for that. Our first story with our current events is not a happy one. Uh, by now, I'm sure all of you guys have heard about the fires in Hawaii. Um, on that topic, the inferno which has forever changed the lives of Maui residents began August 8th and has wreaked havoc on the island. Lahaina, the capital city of what was once and some still consider to be the kingdom of Hawaii, was almost completely leveled. Some residents were even forced to the water to escape the flames. As of August 24th, 388 people were missing. By August 25th, 100 had been found or come forward. Let's hope that number keeps going down. That's a lot of missing souls. Definitely pray for the people of Hawaii, and if you're in a position to help, you can direct your efforts to Maui Rapid Response. Yeah, death is never an easy topic, so definitely prayers up to the people of Hawaii, as well as anyone that you may know that is personally tied to that event. Kind of staying along the lines of death rates, in Fulton County, record shows that 23 people have died in custody in the past three and a half years, with 15 of those deaths coming back in the year of 2020. Concerns have been about unsafe and unsanitary living conditions, as well as excessive force, discrimination, overcrowding, and failure to provide adequate medical care. So far, seven inmates have died at the jail with few publicly available details on their deaths. According to the Washington Journal, the Fulton County Sheriff agrees that the jail prevents him from humanely housing inmates. That's why he wants the county to spend $1.7 billion on a new jail. I don't know where they're going to put that at, but the current facility is over capacity, which causes some inmates to sleep on the ground. So a portion of that money would be used to buy a minimum of 4,000 new beds for the jail. Here's to the fair treatment of all people. In other news, look out all you tropical folks. Hurricane Idalia is making its way through the Caribbean, currently a Category 2 hurricane forecasted to be a Level 4. It's gearing up to unleash Mother Nature on the Gulf Coast of Florida, and I definitely recommend evacuating if you're near water or in a flooding zone. Storm surges of 10 to 15 foot are expected. As a Florida native, I can attest these hurricanes are no joke. To be honest, I've rarely evacuated historically, um, and there's never really been a, uh, a storm where, you know, where I wished I had evacuated. Uh, but there have definitely been some that, that were very scary, and uh, and I've just seen the devastation in my community nearby. Um, 
And uh, I think it's definitely just wise to get to higher ground. Yeah, matter of fact, my my dad called and told me that the hurricane's going to be pushing up not only through Florida, but through South Georgia and all the other coastal states. So everyone that's out there, definitely be careful and be safe out there. All right, I got one last story for you. The largest search for the Loch Ness Monster ever is underway. With over 1,100 sightings uh, throughout the 20th and 21st century, it seems that the Loch Ness Monster may be more than a mere myth. I don't know. TJ, what do you think? Oh, Nessie. Honestly, with the way things are going on nowadays, I, I wouldn't be surprised if she's out there lurking in the deep depths of, the, <laughs> of whatever lake she's in. <laughs> well, either way, they're going to be out there looking for them, and who knows? Maybe the world will finally get confirmation that Nessie is real. I think there's something out there. <laughs> so, to cap things off, sources at the U.S. News says that Georgia is set to load radioactive fuel into a second reactor here in the state. Now, little do people know, Georgia actually has two nuclear facilities already. The new units are an essential part of Georgia Power's commitment to delivering clean, safe, reliable, and affordable energy to its 2.7 million customers. Once operating, each of the two new units can produce enough electricity to power an estimated 500,000 homes and businesses across the state. So get this, currently residents that are on Georgia Power are basically already paying for a portion of the financing costs of the new reactor. The reactor was assumed to cost around $5.7 billion, but is now on track to spend, guess how much? Tell me. Upwards of around $10.5 billion on construction and $3.5 billion on financing alone. There's a five-member board on the Georgia Public Service Commission who will decide later on who pays for the remainder of the costs, but this comes at a crucial time where the global focus is on alleviating climate change. With that being said, that wraps up our news. Coming up next are our holidays. I don't know if you've ever been hungry before. I mean like really hungry but there's more people in our community who are struggling to feed themselves than you would believe. So on September 1st, National Food Bank Day, please be sure to show some love to your local food bank, shelter, or somebody in need. I've been in a position before where I needed services like that, and yeah, if you're in a position to help, uh, please make sure that our community is fed. Yeah, National Food Bank Day definitely holds a special place in my heart and more importantly because being a volunteer back in the day and even getting the chance to do a documentary on the food bank and seeing the other side of it is definitely a big cause that's close to my heart so coming up september 10th is national suicide prevention day and i know it's a pretty heavy topic for a lot of people but if you know someone that is struggling with mental health or whatever the case may be, don't be afraid to reach out. And more importantly, if you are struggling, don't be afraid to reach out. There's always somebody there who's going to be willing to talk to you, help you get through this difficult time. Everybody here's got a purpose, 
And uh, we're all here for a reason. Uh, at least I firmly believe that. Shoot, and if you can't find somebody, we got your back. The holiday I'm sure everyone is probably most familiar with is 9-11. It marks the fall of the Twin Towers. On that day, there was a recorded 2,997 deaths, which I'm sure doesn't include everyone. Rest in peace to those lives that were lost and those who were affected. I know a common question asked was, do you remember where you were at 9-11? Yeah, yeah I do. I was, uh, I'm pretty sure I was in third grade at Ashford Park Elementary School in Atlanta, Georgia. Suddenly all of the adults began acting very weird. And at some point somebody turned on a TV and we saw what was happening and I just couldn't believe it. Still almost can't, but it's a tragic day in our nation's history, to say the least. All right, I'm excited about this one. September 18th marks the beginning of Recycle Awareness Week. So come on, y'all. Get your little triangle arrows going, and y'all take all that stuff to the proper place. Yeah, personally, I, I want this world, or especially our country specifically, to become free from plastics and everything that else is going on. But what I'm going to do is just personally try to do my part to recycle, get my own little recycle bin at the crib. It's not that hard to do. Yeah, I gotta admit, uh, we don't have one either. We don't have a recycling program in our area and there's not really anywhere around us uh, that makes it readily accessible. Uh, I remember when I was in Michigan, you go to the grocery store uh, and they've got uh, deposit centers for cans, bottles, and all types of recycling there in the grocery store. So when you go back to get your groceries, you just drop off your recycling. It's almost seamless. And you get paid for it. Uh, and other countries, um, you know, are able to recycle almost everything. So uh, definitely uh, let's try and step it up when it comes to that. Um, I also would be curious to find out more uh, about how much pollution we save versus energy spending recycling and how efficient it is. I think that's also one of the issues is that we don't know exactly what to do with all this shit. <laughs> Make greener shit. Yeah, I, I'm sure you've heard of the phrase, they don't make them like they used to, but with the, what they say, quote unquote, conspiracy theory called planned obsolescence, it's widely held that you know certain gadgets and cars and other tech have deliberately short lifespans to make you, to make you replace them exactly. So I'm not falling for that anymore. September 21st is International Day of Peace. And it's worth mentioning, it's International Escapology Day. Peace out there to everyone, as well as the escape artists. <laughs> Coming in at September 27th is Ancestor Appreciation Day. And if you don't mind, let's take a quick minute to honor all the ancestors. Thanks, Tommy. Yeah. Definitely feel our ancestors close to us. So we just took a moment to honor our ancestors past. Now let's take a moment to celebrate the ones that are with us. That's a fact. Uh, to kick things off, August 7th. My guy Trelvin, TJ Guyton over there in Thomasville. We've got August 9th birthday, Uncle Johnny, or how the family likes to call him, Junebug. Junebug? <laughs> August 11th, we have my Aunt Miriam, who's up there in Boston. We love you, Aunt Miriam. And finally, on the 13th, 
We have Eli, aka a son. Eli's looking like he's gonna live forever too. Boy, big swole. As well as my brother-in-law, Desmond Pressy. And what about on your side? So August 27th was actually my 30th birthday. God's blessed me with another year. Uh, definitely feeling grateful to be alive. Uh, excited for the beginning of my decade to start with a three instead of a two. And uh, uh, the following day is actually my wife, Ashlyn Solomon's birthday. Happy birthday, baby. Thank you for being you and all you do for our family. Woo! And uh, then on the next day, uh, you got my buddy Matthew Sean out there in California and Juan Hinostrosa from Florida. What's up, y'all? Much love to all our August babies. September, you're right around the corner. That concludes our introduction. Without much further ado, we're going to take you to the main event, 50 Years of Hip Hop. Let's get it! But before that, we're going to hit you with a quick PSA. Patience, Padawan. Thoughts of suicide may feel impossible to overcome, but with help and support, you can find hope and meaning. Call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 1-800-273-TALK to speak to a counselor or visit suicidepreventionlifeline.org. It's free. It's confidential. It's available 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And even if it feels like it, you're not alone. And now, our feature presentation. Before hip-hop, you had beat poets performing poems and improvised lyrics over jazz and instrumentals. You had people rapping on the corner about God and life and freedom, but no audience, just someone labeled an outcast. Hip-hop is most often characterized by a strong rhythmic beat and a rapping vocal track. Although there is much discussion on the matter, the most agreed upon origination is New York City back in the 70s. Seen as a culture exchange among Black, Latino, and Caribbean cultures, it has grown into one of the most consumed genres of music, not only in the United States, but around the world. After the rolling blackouts and fires in New York City in the summer of 1977, they say a new wealth was born in New York that facilitated the birth of the musical style, incorporating two turntables and a microphone. And empowered by these continuous grooves, people rapped, danced, and found solidarity and community in their position. Black and Hispanic minorities and rebels of every color flocked to the movement. Aw, shit. You know what that means. All right, so we've got our first call in. Uh, coming live to you from Jacksonville, Florida, Duval County, we've got Blind Bear, Blind Bear. who is a glassblower and... Uh, a talented artist. Uh, he also makes music uh, with Vehicle Music Project. And uh, <clears throat> Josh, uh, we've been friends for a long time. I uh, and I know that you have a passion for hip hop. Uh, so I thought uh, you would be a good candidate to interview. Um, and maybe you could just talk a little bit about uh, what hip hop means to you um, or how it's affected, influenced your life. Um, just give us a couple minutes. Uh, yeah, about your relationship with hip hop. Yeah, absolutely. I appreciate you uh, reaching out to me and uh, inviting me on to your show and, and uh, you know, 
asking for my 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 experience on all this. But I don't know. That's a, that's pretty open ended. But I guess like hip hop to me, man, is just another one of the like ultimate mediums because it's just poetry, you know, and poetry and and and, and expression through words and and rhyme and whatnot is a. Uh, it's something that's been a part of human like history for a long time and it's just a way to tell stories and talk so like it's even even when i was younger i wrote a bunch of poetry and like freestyle with my friends in, in like middle school and high school and yeah so it's how's it not influenced my life everything from like getting me through depressions to helping me get through some anger to like gassing me up for some bad decisions you know like it's uh so uh, would you would you say uh, hip hop has had a, a positive impact on your life? Absolutely. For sure, I would agree. Here we got Tommy with a couple questions for you. Hey, so let me ask you, what would be like one of your your favorite eras of yeah. hip hop if you have one? Some of my favorite artists. Eras or artists? Ooh, eras and eras. artists. Eras and artists. Okay, man, that's a good one. Uh, so eras, um, uh, the '90s have a real special spot in my heart. Right. Like I was a teenager and like going through a whole lot of transformative stuff through the early 2000s and like the, the 20 teens and whatnot. So that so that genre of uh, that 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 time period has, I guess the biggest spot in my heart i love that shit so it's kind of it, it'll always put me to get good so that would be my answer to that as far as favorite artists mm, so favorite's a hard thing for me because yeah. it, it, we were saying the same thing you know yeah. it kind of breaks down to a bunch of different subgenres to a degree you've got like funny hip-hop you've got like the nerd like almost like nerdcore hip-hop you've got like storytellers and then you got gangster rap, you got drill, you know, and in each one of these genres there's artists that shine, you know, in the in, in those specific areas. So uh I know Aesop Rock is in my replay list All right. a lot. Yep, I um, fuck with some Aesop. I like Dell. Uh I'm a fan of Gucci. Some people like, some people can you give us the full names of these these artists? Cause some people may be listening, uh maybe kinda new to hip hop. So when you said Dell uh, I take it you meant Del the Funky Homo Sapien or Deltron 3030. Uh, fair enough, both. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's the same person actually behind both acts. Um, and uh, yeah, I hear, I hear what you're saying on that. And you say Gucci by Gucci, you mean Gucci Mane? Absolutely, Gucci Mane. Got it. Gucci Mane Lafleur. <laughs> yes, sir. East Atlanta Santa. <laughs> 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 yep, that's what we said. We're uh, we're uh, bringing you uh, this podcast from the dirty south. So yeah, and it, I, I guess it's kind of hard to, I guess it's kind of hard for us putting you on the spot like that. So, but yeah, we appreciate your time, Blind Bear. We're gonna let you get back to your family, back to your glass blowing. If y'all want to check him out, his Instagram. Shout it out, Blind Bear. Uh, Blind Bear underscore official. If you want to go check out blindbearart.com, it's got links to all my social media there. And then if you want to stay up to date with some of the cool things going on in Blind Bear's world, Bespoke House Jax is another uh, artist outlet. And uh, so, yeah, thank you guys for having me. I appreciate you. Yes, sir. We love you. We'll uh, Maybe we'll get you on the show to one day for your own episode. Yeah, that'd be fun. All right. Big love. Big love.
Yo, so peep this. These are the five pillars of hip-hop, according to the Harlem Gallery of Science. One, emceeing, oral. Two, DJing, aural, as in your ears. Three, breakdance, b-boy, physical. Four, graffiti, visual. And five is knowledge, mental. Let me go ahead and ask you, when did you know that you had a passion for hip-hop? Shoot, um, my first two hip-hop albums were The Eminem Show and Beastie Boys License to Ill. And I found right away that I was able to memorize like the, the, all the lyrics in the album, like front to back, like uh, much to my mom's dismay. You know, I'd be riding in the back seat saying some obscene shit, thanks to my uncle. But you have like the photographic memory, I don't know right? if I'm, I'm not full-blown photographic. I've always enjoyed literature and writing. Um, wrote poems and stuff when I was younger. Uh, and I've always had a pretty uh, diverse musical taste. When it comes to music and lyrics, I have a hard time forgetting it. It just kind of sticks. And so now I'm just dedicated to making the best quality music I can. I've had a passion for hip hop since I was young. And uh, I've been writing since I was young. But for the last five years, I've really uh, just been dedicating myself to the craft. I've got you know, volumes of notebooks just filled with 16s. And, uh, you know, I've got uh, four songs out. I've got more in the works. And I'm performing at the Rhymefest Artist Search on September 1st in Roswell, Georgia. I'll be competing for a $5,000 music video budget, 20000 in marketing, supposedly a diamond chain, too. Heard. Okay, okay. Well, good luck, my guy. Yes, sir. And uh, so I'll let y'all know how that went in the September episode. What about you, TJ? What's your relationship with hip-hop been like? Well, honestly, I didn't start listening to rap until, shoot, probably when I was in high school, honestly. And it's crazy because my first, my sister actually put me onto this. Okay. It was Crank That by Soulja Boy, which was like back in the 2000s. At the time, I was definitely, uh, everybody knew that song. <laughs> Yeah, he, he did do his thing back then, but yeah, music has definitely evolved <laughs> since that, then. We're talking about eras of hip-hop, but uh, that w was not exactly my favorite era. <laughs> but uh, Another one. It's like we got another call in. Currently on the phone with us now, we have Zelaya Crow, an artist and tarot reader currently living up in New York. Hope you're doing well. Thank you for your time. Hope you're having a great day. If you could just take a... Uh, a couple moments to just share what hip-hop means to you. So hip-hop to me means a part of my culture, a part of my family, part of my history. It means not just listening to music, you know, every day that makes me feel good, but listening to music from people who go through the same things as me, similar situations. They're in the same walks of life that I am. Awesome. And let me ask you, do you have like a favorite artist? I would have to say Travis Scott right now would be my favorite artist for hip-hop trippy rap okay you got a favorite song by him or no i know is my favorite song by him i know right on and so if people wanted to get in touch with you where would they find you at my main page and one of my main only accounts would be zelaya.crow z-e-l-a-y-a 
dot C-R-O-W. That is on TikTok. As for right now, that will be the only site that I am posting on as far as readings. Awesome. I appreciate the input. Golly, they just keep rolling in. Free Alternative Media Famcast, who's this? This is Sir Charles Pipkins from Atlanta, Georgia. All right. A-Town, what's going on, my guy? Sir Charles. Nothing much, nothing much, man. Enjoying the city on this beautiful start of the weekend. Nice. How's your August been going? Great so far. It's early, but enjoying the full moon and enjoying what the fall brings. That's that, that's that super blue moon, right? Oh, yeah. You know it. <laughs> Good stuff. Freaks come out at night. <laughs> Freaks come out at night. <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, sir Charles, could you just tell us a little bit about uh, what hip-hop means to you or how it's impacted your life? For me, hip-hop means expression. Um, hip-hop means having a voice, having an outreach, having a different flow or view on some uh luxuries as well as uh some burdens in life um and just getting through it you know keeping your head down staying strong and staying within whatever spirituality or faith that you believe in to continuously push a culture that is very edgy but in the same respects respectful and allowing an outlet that's that's what hip-hop is for me and and i think that some people encompass it very well and and others you know lay astray but i think it's all about where your heart is i like that answer i like that answer do you have like a favorite era of hip-hop or a favorite artist a favorite era of hip-hop um as a 90s baby the 90s were lit i feel like it was coming out of you know the the time of the crack era i don't know whether to call it a golden era or an era of turmoil but you know kind of changing the tides to hey you know more inclusive um experience and not just the haves and the have-nots but more of like hey anybody can do this and you don't have to be within the undergrounds of hip-hop to really express hip-hop so uh definitely 90s baby 90s strong um shout out to you know gen x and gen z they're a little wild but doing their thing you know (laughs) add more and more flavor with with the constant compound of progression and you know you can only get evolution of abundance so you got to respect it and, and push it forward and fuel it. and But, you know, still keep them respectable to the old ways and the old game. Right on, man. Well said. Uh, do you want to give us a, a shout-out, either your social media? Do you want to shout anybody out? You got a business? My social media, spipkins85. Um, I'm actually in the middle of creating a creative space um, studio uh Videography, photography, and audio recording um, off the Beltline in the heart of Atlanta. Uh, just trying to make a space for creative expression and art. Um, anything encompassing art in itself. Uh, just outlets and creativity for your day-to-day or, you know, for your people taking it really serious as a career. Um, no, that, but that's just uh, Sits Music. Um, most likely Search Studios were still 
get down to the details, but okay. since music, search studios, check us out. Sounds good. We we definitely will. Hey, hey. Most definitely. You be safe out there in that Atlanta traffic. I, I hear them going no, crazy. Boy, Atlanta traffic is there's two ways of it. Be safe or be stuck. Yeah, and I mean, don't that. move much. You gotta you gotta have you know yes, sir. some free alternative media. Yes, sir. For for the people that are out there digging and searching for different avenues, definitely hit these guys up. They keep their ear to the streets. They stay on the grind. They're awesome, genuine people. Um, and yeah, follow them. I love to follow them. Check them out. Yeah, we gotta do a collab soon, man. Definitely. Yes, yes sir. Definitely. When uh, once you get the studio open for business, we can uh, we can uh, do uh, we can do an episode live from the studio, or we can bring you up here for an interview. Uh, and I look like I look forward to coming and do, recording some hits there. Most definitely. All right, mad love. Thanks for calling in, and uh, we'll link up with you soon. You know it. Thank Peace. you, fellas. Peace. Peace. Really, I feel like we've only just begun to scratch the surface of what is hip-hop. But uh, honestly, that's something for you to go discover for yourself. Go uh, go uh, check out artists from every era of hip-hop. Maybe you'll find somebody that speaks to you. For sure, for sure. I mean, it, you know, it all depends on what you like, what you're into. But if you're into hip-hop... Then keep rocking with the fam. Free alternative media. Live and direct. Facts. Up next is our... Uh, one of my favorite bits that we do, media that moves you. All right, let me let me go ahead and kick this off. For the movie, first of all, segment, the one I personally chose and I think everyone should watch is called They Cloned Tyrone with actors John Boyega and Jamie Foxx. All right, I'm a big Jamie Foxx fan. I, uh, I've never heard of that one, so I'm going to have to check it out. Yeah. Give, give us the name one more time. It's uh, They Cloned Tyrone. I chose it because some of the soundtracks... They had two songs that really stuck out to me, right? Winter, Winter Chicken Dinner by Big Crit and right. Uncle CJ, which was W250 Hertz. Definitely check them out. Will do, will do. I'll hear that. Take notes. All right, all right. Um, so uh, TJ covered the movie, uh, on the, especially on the topic of hip-hop, hip-hop history. Uh, my suggestion for TV is called The Get Down. It's available on Netflix. Uh, it's a little bit of a romanticized docudrama about uh, New York in the 70s, what the scene was like. It's just very well made. Uh, you'll get qu some quality hip-hop history and a little bit of drama that makes it an, a good show to watch. All right. I'm, I plan on checking it out for sure, for sure. Put me on some game. <clears throat> and uh, for my uh, media that moves you music, uh, I'm going to suggest one of my favorite hip-hop albums of all time. It's called Fourth Dimensional Rocket Ships Going Up by The Gift of Gab. Rest in peace. R.I.P. Never did. <laughs> For those of you who don't know uh, Gift of Gab, he was also in Black Alicious, a uh, super-duper talented MC uh, who was taken from us too young. Let's take a moment to honor all the heroes of hip-hop who were taken too soon. And that concludes our Media That Moves You. Stay tuned for our next segment. All right. Coming up next, we got our interesting fact of the day. TJ. Uh, so you know what? It's more of like a interesting fact of the month. So it's like a little two-parter. All right. So the first one is August is one of the three months that have three birthstones, which are peridot, spinel, and sardonyx. 
noise. I'm a Virgo. That's my birthstone. <laughs> I, I've been peridot for a long time. All right, all right. Did you also know that peridot is said to offer healing properties and can shield from evil? I definitely know it's got some special properties. Uh, my mom had a, a necklace with a peridot cross on it when I was a kid, and I just remember being super drawn to it and just really feeling the vibes coming off of them. Yeah, that's right. You are the gemstone expert. So, and I don't know about expert. I just, <laughs> I just love them. So you have an interesting fact for us? I, I got an interesting fact for you. Did you know that Busta Rhymes was also the voice of Reptar in the Rugrats film? Yo, and you know what? That was one of my favorite Rugrat movies. The one that we went to Paris called Le Film. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you relate to that. Yeah, I mean, being uh, half French, uh, my father was a first generation uh, immigrant from France. And uh, so, yeah, I definitely rep my French heritage. Yeah, that's wild. Represent Rugrats. All right. Word of the day. Let's get it. Keeping y'all's vocab strong. All right. So uh, my word of the day is equanimity. E-Q-U-A-N-I-M-I-T-Y. Equanimity. Mental calmness, composure, and evenness of temper, especially in a difficult situation. For example, she accepted both the good and the bad with equanimity. I tell you what. That word is both parts equal, hard to spell, <laughs> and hard to pronounce. All right. My word of the day is risible. What's that? <laughs> Basically, in simple terms, it means provoking laughter or something that's funny. So, I don't know. Like that, us. That word, as well as us, are risible. Got it, got it, got it, got it. <laughs> well, uh, I'd rather be risible than invisible. Indivisible. Bars. Speaking of that which is risible, it's time for joke of the day. And uh, since we're doing this month's episode on hip hop, I've actually got a hip hop related joke for y'all. All right, let's hear it. I will never give hip hop to my friends for Christmas again. You know why? Why not? Every time they open their presents, they immediately trash the rappers. <laughs> hey, you know what? That joke is so relevant for today's time. Why? Because there's so many trash rappers or because we have so much trash and rappers? <laughs> Shoot, a little bit of both. Hey, let me ask you, how much gum do rappers chew in a day? Uh, I don't know. I chew like no pieces to maybe three, four, five some days. No. Nah. What, what, what's the correct answer? At, at least two pox. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. That was a good one. That was a good one. I didn't see it coming. <laughs> at least they're not smoking two pox. What's up, baby? We weren't expecting you. Hey. What are you doing? Just come to hang out. Mika is just your mama. <laughs> All right, well, uh, you just interrupted our joke of the day section, so uh, uh, do you have a joke for us? I know you got one. Uh, actually, I might have one. All right, well, give it to us. So one of the three Stooges died and was reincarnated as a famous rapper with hearing issues. What was his name? Hmm, I don't know what, Mike Jones? Most deaf. <laughs> <laughs> most deaf. Yes. You, you know what? Somebody said I actually look like most deaf. You kind of do a look little bit. like a little most bit, right? Deaf. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> Can I get you anything, baby, or were you just stopping in to check on us? Just seeing what you guys were up to. Oh, look at that. 
just just working just working just working young love <laughs> all right baby well i love you thank you for your time we're gonna get back to it all right most definitely i love you guys we love you baby thanks for checking on us facts this month's quote of the day is from the legendary krs1 for those of you who don't know that means knowledge reigns supreme over nearly everybody facts here's the quote hip-hop is an idea it is the pursuit of one's authentic being through the arts it is not a physical thing it is an attitude even an aptitude facts uh shoot to me this quote plays upon the idea that everything is hip-hop and hip-hop is everything all that matters is what you put into it well first i just wanted to commend you i thought that was a good analysis but um I mean, to me, uh, took the time. <laughs> yeah, you're good. We, we all we all arrive in our own time, my boy. I think uh, in modern day hip hop, uh, there's such an emphasis on uh, the external appearance and material wealth and possessions. Uh, um, when really, I, I think hip hop is more about a state of mind. It's about uh, being empowered to your own nature, discovering yourself through. Uh, you know, through the crafts, through the five pillars of hip hop, learning to express yourself as an MC, as a DJ, uh, as a B-boy, uh, you know, making your knowledge and mental game stronger. Like, what's the last one? I know I'm missing one. Orally. <laughs> oh, no, yeah, orally. Yeah, no, and, and uh, graffiti and art, you know. Uh, I basically practice all, all of those except for DJing, and uh, they have all helped me discover who I am more. Well put. I have been producing for the last couple of years, though. Well put. Shout out KRS-One, the professor, for putting us on game with this quote of the day. All right. Our next topic is, our next segment is one of my personal favorites, gratitude and affirmations. Mm. Uh, you want to start off or want me to start off? Uh, you go ahead, man. All right. I mean, it's something slight. It's something slight, but honestly, I'm grateful for... Not only our time be able to put this out, put the work in, but have something that we're proud of, that we can, yo. Know, I don't know if y'all can tell, but we put a lot of work into this episode. You know, Absolutely, a, a lot this of is different. Definitely the most work we've put into an episode yet. It is, and it's just the whole process which I love. So I'm grateful for that all day and every day. Yes, sir. And uh, uh, for my gratitude, for my what I'm grateful for. Uh, I'm grateful for you, Tommy. I'm grateful for your friendship. Uh, just, uh, for real, man. Uh, I'm also grateful for my wife, my family, my friends, my spiritual network. And I'm definitely also really grateful to all the artists, uh, who have inspired me. Yeah, name a couple, name a couple. Shoot. I mean, there's too many to name, uh. I mean, I got a rep for the South, the whole Dreamville crew, especially Earth Gang, J. Cole, J.I.D., but all y'all deserve recognition, really. Kendrick Lamar, of course, Ciroc, No Big Deal, Free Soul, Third Eye Indigo, Underachievers, Sheesh. Blue Scholars, Gift of Gab, Gangstar, for those of you who don't know, is most deaf, and Talib Kweli, Binary Star, Nas, Code of the Friend, Toby Lou, MF Doom, KRS-One, the whole Wu-Tang Clan, Mac Miller, the Beastie Boys, Coast Contra, Pro Era, Joey Badass, Capital Steez, Aesop Rock, Outkast, Dead Presidents, Great On Square, Smino, and so many more. 
just everybody who pours their heart out on the track, thank you. Put my gratitude and affirmations to shame. <laughs> nah, man, I really just shouted out a bunch of great artists. And, uh, well, yeah, I'm grateful for them. TJ, let them know what's going on for the next month of September. All right, I got a couple for you. <laughs> so, starting September 9th, there's a library book sale at Ponce located at Joan B. Gardner Library. So basically from 10 to 2, you can find some good deals on the books and support the local library. Nice. Good stuff. So on September 16th, there's an Atlanta Beltline food tour that's, nice. that starts at 11 a.m. the Beltline. Yo, and prices are, it's 80 bucks a person, but you get to what try... Four restaurants and six tastings all along the belt line. Sounds pretty good. They got some good food down there. It's a great date night. And like I said, on the 16th, on the 17th, it's a barks and bite. So now it's for all the oh, dogs. Oh, bring Mika. Exactly. Every, you know what's crazy? What? The prices are still the same. It starts at 11, but 79 for adults with a dog and 50 if y'all just go with each other. So Nice, nice. Might have to check that out. What about you? You got any uh, September events? I know you do. Alright y'all, so September 22nd through 23rd, one of my favorite bands, Papadocio, is putting on a festival called Subterranea at the Caverns in Pelham, Tennessee. If you can make it, you don't want to miss it. That's a gnarly name, <laughs> Papadocio. <laughs> yep, and the name of the festival is pretty cool, Subterranea. It's actually going to be underground in these massive caves where the music is, and then they're going to have camping outside the caves. And where's that, lo where's that located? Pelham, Tennessee, at the Caverns. Interesting. All right. Then on September 28th, <clears throat> one of my favorite hip-hop artists, Toby Lou, has a show at the Masquerade in Atlanta. Toby Lou! <laughs> Live on ice. And uh, on September 29th, Frankly Scarlet, who just uh, really was one of the highlights of my birthday. TJ, tell them how it was. They crushed it. As a matter of fact, since... We went to the show and got actual footage. Maybe you could play a little bit, too. Word, yeah. We'll, uh, we'll give you uh, some samples of the Frankly Scarlet show. How'd you like that? Dope, right? They are a Grateful Dead cover band from right here in Georgia. And on September 29th, they're playing at From the Earth Brewing in Roswell, Georgia. So that there's a number of events that are scattered throughout the month of September. So y'all make sure if y'all see us there, shout us out. Definitely. You never know where we might be. If this is your first time tuning into the FamCast, be sure to head over to Instagram, at Free Alternative Media. Stay up to date on our upcoming episodes, events, and more. Yes, sir. All right, fam, that's another fam cast in the books. Let's go. Look, we always trash the service, but... Be on the lookout for an extended version in weeks to come where we delve deeper into hip-hop history, the eras of hip-hop, and uh, <clears throat> just explore the culture and the music a little bit more. I like it. Appreciate y'all tuning in.